Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are now turning into Angela, but I call her Yee. Angela Yee, I'm Angela Yee, and Mano is here. Yeah, what's up, Peter? We got so yeah, yeah. You can't run. Just walk, run, yeah. (laughs) Man, I gotta leave my house at five o'clock in the morning sometimes. Mm -hmm. That's gonna be me too. You know, traffic at this time is so different. It's rush hour. Sometimes it's cool though. Because I'm coming from Jersey. Sometimes you know, I like I like to leave like maybe like about nine. Okay, myself like at least. 30 to 40 minutes. But you never know what that traffic's like. Today is 9-11 too. Yes. By the way. So yes. it's always a very somber day when you remember what 9-11 mm-hmm. represents. Yes, um, indeed. And the weekend was very active. First of all, Coco Golf. Let's give it up for her immediately. I know we're going to talk about that a lot this morning. When I tell you I was emotional watching her win the U.S. Open. Big deal. And everything that she had to say. We'll have more on that shortly. Also, NFL. Yeah. You know, Sundays, I saw Michael Irving has returned and settled his defamation lawsuit. So he's back on the NFL Network to kick off the season. Mm-hmm. So that's a big deal, too. I saw Maino somehow got involved in some things this weekend. <laughs> not not really. Maybe. But I'm going to talk about it. We'll talk about it in a second. <laughs> All right. Because there were some arguments going on online and yeah. somehow you got tossed. Your face got tossed in it. <laughs> Some way, somehow. But yeah, so, you know, a lot of things to talk about. Uh, And this weekend, I actually um, stayed in New York. And, you know, it is Fashion Week, like I said. Mm -hmm. So I want to shout out to an amazing artist, Micheline. Her art show was opening over the weekend. So I went to her art show opening. So that was dope to be able to do that. And... Happy birthday to my friend, Shay. She's my childhood friend. Happy birthday. It was her birthday. She's so, a Virgo. Yes. So I went oh. to her. A lot of Virgos nice. around me. I mean, we're the greatest. So I went to her birthday dinner. So uh, shout out to Melissa Edna Grill. Uh, Gunna had a show in Brooklyn over the weekend. His first ever uh, since everything's happened with Young Thug. And mm-hmm. we'll discuss that too. Because the restaurant I was at. 
uh, Kevin Lyles was there. And if you know Kevin Lyles, mm -hmm. he was on his way to go to Gunner's show right. at the Barclays. So we'll discuss some behind-the-scenes things. But in the meantime, let's start this show off right. Hurricane Chris is going to be joining us today. Now, you know he, he earlier this year, beat a second-degree murder charge. Right. He's suing or something, right? And he's talking about suing. So he's going to tell us everything that happened in his own words and all the opportunities that he lost and why he's suing the police department and also shine a light on them. That's how we always start the show with some positivity. 800-292-5150 is the number. Call us up. Shine a light on them. It's Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm a shine. Turn your lights on, y'all. Turn your lights on. Spreading love to those who are doing greatness. Shine a light on them. Shine a light on them. It's time to shine a light on them. Yes, it's Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee and Mano is here with me. I am. And Mano, it's 9-11, and right. you just shared uh, something with me that you're doing yeah. to help. Yeah, so we dropped, like, this kind of, this poem thing, my uh, letter to letter to my city. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we uh, set up a fund for the 9-11 Tribute Museum, so we dedicating and sending all the money. It's like a fundraiser to them for, like, the victims of 9-11. Uh, all right, and so people can go on your page to see. Yeah, well, we 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 put it on YouTube. We ain't even put it on my page yet. It should be going up on my page in maybe like ten minutes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's make sure that people know about that because I think that's amazing. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, I don't, I don't think we should ever forget. No, my, you know, my dad over the weekend he sent his ID to me. He used to work at the World Trade Center. So he was also, there when it happened. No, it was right. He had just stopped working there. So, you know, when that happened, but wow. he has his little World Trade Center ID. So that was something that even oh, wow. when I woke up, I was like, oh my God. Like, wow. I didn't know. You remember that day? Like, oh my gosh, do I? I remember somebody called me and woke me up. I was like, oh, my God, turn the news on. That was after the first tower got hit, right? right. And then while I was watching the news, the second Yeah, you've tower, seen it right in action, live action. Yeah, and I didn't think it was real. Like, I, I was like, this can't be, I don't understand. Right. I thought the first one was like a mistake, but then it was like that second one, right when the, the news correspondent was talking, it was just... It's crazy. And at that time, I was living in Jersey City, and a lot of people couldn't get through the Highland Tunnel because that's right where the World Trade Center Absolutely. was. So people were coming to my house because they were like, they didn't know what was going on, and they were like, we, the tunnel's closed. And wow. it was a different day and age. We didn't have social media, so some people didn't know what was happening right away. Mm, without social media, so you had to get everything from the TV. I had to watch the, the TV. All right, well, 800-292-5150 is a number. Who do you guys want to shine a light on? Tasha, how are you? Angela, how you doing? I'm good, thank you. How you doing? Doing well. Hello, Mano. Hello. Ooh, I good like morning. how you said that. <laughs> you had a different energy for Mano. Yeah, I mean, you know, I get that. <laughs> now, who do you want to shine a light on? Me, right? <laughs> I want to shine a light on my younger brother, Robert Peoples. Okay. Known as Robert Amethyst on TikTok. Okay. He's the best. He puts smiles on everyone's faces. Uh -huh. And he's constantly being told that. He like take these retro videos like from the eighties and which he loved all eras, but at, right now he's working on the eighties. Okay. And like he does his own costumes. Mm -hmm. He has like, you know, just all these videos. You have got to follow him. Like I want everyone to follow him. All okay. right. That's dope. Look at that. Her younger and brother. And I want you to follow my guy, Nick Navy Seal. He do his own costumes, too. Like, right now, he has oh, a fishnet gosh. costume on right now. So, <laughs> Nick Navy Seal. He's a resident DJ. Nick Navy, Navy Seal. Seal. Well, shout out to your All younger right? brother. But I do appreciate when people put out this content that's so interesting and they put a lot of right. effort into it. That's a skill. So, shout out to him. It's a skill. He does it himself. His own videos. He's all the characters that he play in these videos. He's been recognized oh. by Sheila E., Cindy Lapa, Full Force. Oh, 
That's dope. Like, he's doing it big. So, nice. go, and, go and check him out. Robert Amethyst. Okay. Robert Amethyst. Thank you so much for calling and putting us up. Thank you so much for listening. Love y'all. Love you, too. Antonio. Miss Angelie Lee. <laughs> And you Mr. almost got it. You almost got it. New Mano. New Mano. Oh, I sent a Mano Vader. Okay. What's up, Antonio? Who you want to shine a light on? On myself. Okay. Okay. Because I made it to see another year. That's right. Is it your birthday? Yes, it is. Another lap Ooh. around the sun. Happy birthday to you, brother. You know what? We're going to do a shot for you today. You're a Virgo. Yes, it's Virgo season. That's right. What's, we- your, what's your drink of choice? Um, that don't say. Oh. Yeah, do say, do say, okay. <laughs> say Maybe with something say. else. Well, Antonio, happy birthday. Okay, well, that was Shine a Light on him, 800-292-5150, just in case you couldn't get through. And, of course, when we come back, we have your Yeetie, all the things we discussed. Michael Irvin returning to the NFL Network. Coco Golf winning the U.S. Open. When we come back, it's Way Up with Angela Yee. They say it's true. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Wark, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes... I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Uh, Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Then the room is from industry shade to all the gossip. Angela's spilling that yee tea. It's way up at Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee, and Mano is here. New Mano! Let's go. Let's get into some Yee Tea. Michael Irving has returned to the NFL Network. If you guys recall, all of this happened um, back in a hotel lobby in Arizona in February. He was accused of making lewd and inappropriate comments to a female employee at that Marriott. Well, he has filed a $100 million lawsuit against Marriott and six others for defamation and tortuous interference. And he has been reinstated. Okay. okay, so he's been reinstated. He will be a part of the NFL Network's coverage of the 2023 season, according to the NFL Media Vice President of Communication. Uh, that video of the encounter that he mm-hmm. had with the with the woman was released in March, and Marriott did try to prevent its release of that video. He was seen shaking hands with the woman, touched her arm twice, and then they parted ways after about a two-minute encounter. Now, Michael Urban has denied allegations against him. He said he was baffled by everything. He did say he had been drinking earlier that night at dinner and didn't remember the details of the conversation. But he said that it couldn't have been anything that happened. There were never any criminal. Right. There were never any criminal charges. Right. But imagine he thought he was going to be covering the Super Bowl, and they pulled him off the air. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now he's back. Now we don't know the terms of the settlement, but we do know there was some type of settlement. Well, so why would uh, Marriott say that? Why would they say what that? That he did all that. Well, the woman said it. The woman. Said so it. they definitely okay. were. Yeah. So there you have it. All right, Drew Barrymore. Um, her new season of her syndicated daytime show is going to be launching on September 18th, season four of the Drew Barrymore show. But I actually walked past it because it's right down the block from where we are. And they're outside on strike right now because, you know, it's the Writers Guild of America and SAG yeah. after on strike. It's, so a lot of people aren't working. You know what, though? You were on the uh, season premiere of Tamron Hall. Tamron Hall last week. And they're back at work. Were they protesting outside? No. <clears throat> I haven't, I've never seen it. I've seen it only in pictures. What, the protest? The protest. Yeah, I walked past there. So the thing is, she does use union writers, but she's not going to use writers right now for her show. And Drew Barrymore said, I'm also making the choice to come back for the first time in the strike for our show that may have my name on it, but this is bigger than just me. We are in compliance mm-hmm. with not discussing or promoting film and television that is struck of any kind. We launched live in a global pandemic. Our show was built for sensitive times and has only functioned through what the real world is going through in real time. So she's feeling like this is a time right. that she needs to be on television because it is a difficult time. And she's in compliance. All right, Burner Boy is not happy with his new contract. Apparently, he went on social media and said, with the numbers I'm seeing on this contract, these next years of my life are about to really show if I really love doing music. God must really mm. want to test my love for music. I just might bounce on y'all like Rihanna. Mm. So not sure what those it's terms wrecky contract are looking like, but uh, uh, who's, who's he signed to? Atlantic. <laughs> <laughs> Used to be signed to Atlantic, yeah. right? Why'd you laugh like that? That no, was just funny. <laughs> just thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Coco Golf, her U.S. Open victory was huge. People were celebrating all across the United States. I saw there were a lot of celebrities. It was packed when she won. And after she won, she actually just kind of laid down on the ground. She said she was just glad that it was over. You know, her dad was, her whole family was there. She was actually on the Today Show just a little while ago. And here's what she had to say. 
I don't think it's digest. Like, even last night, I was telling myself, you're a Grand Slam champion. And I'm like, it doesn't feel real at all. Yeah. So many beautiful moments. I think a lot of people wept when you got down on your knees a couple of times and yeah. you were clearly saying a prayer. What, what were you saying in that moment? I was just saying thank you. And I understood, like, all the tough times were just to make that moment even sweeter. I think if it came easy, it wouldn't be, I wouldn't feel as appreciative as I did in that moment, clearly. 19 right. years old. All right, Can't the youngest since Serena easy. Williams. Right. And amazing uh, to witness that. She also, after she won the match, talked about her dad being in the stands. Thank you first to my parents. Uh, today was the first time I've ever seen my dad cry. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't want me to tell you all that. But he got caught in 4K. <laughs> it was really cute yeah you saw him like no stop yeah. don't say that but shout out to her shout out to everybody who was there to witness that history okay and that is your yeeti and you know what was amazing they showed her at nine years old at the u.s open in the stands dancing and singing to call me maybe and wow. here she is now winning winning the u.s open all right when we come back we have about last night that's where we discuss what we did last night like we said it was a very active weekend it's way up with angela yee about last night next last night so about last night last night last night here's how it went down yes it is way up with angela yee i'm angela yee and mayno is here yes morning and about last night that's where we discussed the things that went down last night uh, over the weekend like mm -hmm. i said it was a crazy weekend what'd you do fashion week i was outside my cape on mm -hmm. who you saved i'm saving the city baby you know <laughs> i'm just outside i went to a couple of uh events and shows mm -hmm. um just moved around a little bit you know had a time okay nothing major all right. Well, over the weekend, I went to an art show for Micheline Thomas. Mm -hmm. She's an amazing artist. Y'all make sure you follow her, uh, Micheline Thomas. So I went to the opening of that. So you'll be able to check that out in New York. Um, if you happen to be in this area, the other thing that I had to do this weekend, I had to fire somebody and I am not good at that. Wow. How did you do it? Um, well, it was, did you do it by text or did you do it by, um, I did it by WhatsApp and by email. <laughs> What's that? Because you have to document that too. Did you use it? Did you, did you use the word fire? I said you terminate. Oh, fire. I was like, you know, I'd like to terminate our, I'm terminating our agreement. Um, here's the thing. And for me, it's like, you know, I've been doing some real estate things. Mm -hmm. So I hired somebody who I thought would be beneficial in that area. And it was a nightmare. And I really like kind of kept trying to go with it and work with this person. Yeah, but you knew in your inside and your gut was telling you that but it sometimes right. you also feel like well we're halfway there so let me just push right. through we started right. working together do i want to start all over with a different person mm. maybe we and i just couldn't take it anymore and i finally was like i can't do this you are because i also never want to feel like i'm stuck working with somebody who i don't want to work yeah, with yeah, that is yeah. the worst feeling when you're like i'm paying you for a service and i'm the type of person i never want to say i'm paying you you work for me i'm never going to say that but at one point, I had to be like, you know, you're not doing me a favor. Right. You're working for right, me. Right. I'm paying you for a service. Why are you treating me like you're doing me a favor? Mm, so like just kind of speaking to me disrespectfully. What? Everybody around me was like, yo, this guy is ridiculous. And so I finally had to say, I gave it 
a shot. The only thing I'm concerned about is, you know, when you hire somebody, you have to leave a deposit right. for their services. I want right. my deposit back because you've been paid everything you're supposed to be paid. I've gotten right. nothing from you. We're going to get it back because we don't negotiate with disrespect. So I just want to get my deposit back. I could already tell he's the type of person that's going to be, you know, uh, it's gonna be difficult. not trying to do it. And so I I can already sense that. But when I tell you, I was like, because I'm a very easy person to work with. Like, I'll give you your leeway. I never am not going to pay you what you're supposed to be paid. Mm -hmm. I've never had issues with that. But this person was definitely taking advantage. Every time it was time to do something, he would try to like, uh, he wouldn't even answer the phone. If I call, he won't answer the phone. And I'm like, but he was good at first. And then Mm -hmm. things just went downhill. So I was like, I just... I can't. I don't want to have to work with somebody yeah, who and you shouldn't have to. Is unpleasant, right? You have you ever had to fire anybody? All the time. <laughs> all the time. You are terminated. Uh-huh. I'm Fired. Not, I'm not good at it. Like yeah. I just. I don't like. I am the feeling of having to do that. So you know it's extreme. Should have. You should have let me send a voice uh, voice note over there. Ooh. Listen, I'm not Listen, trying to get my man. Pack up. Pack it up. Pack it up. Pack it up. Pack it so up. Sober for you. But honestly, it was just delaying my project so much that it was too much of a. Right. And then it's it extra was just costing stress. me money. And listen, it's I was just asking stress. for. A, I was like, "What is the date that you'll have this ready?" He would not give me an answer. It was a nightmare. Yeah. All right. Well, that is about last night. Now, when we come back, not only is Monday Man. Main Ovation Monday, but it's you also no. Tell us a secret. That's tell where you secret. guys call us. 800-292-5150 is the number. Call us up and tell Let us, us know. a secret. We want to hear whatever Deepest. little secret. Now, it could be a good secret. Maybe Darkest you're planning to propose. Maybe secret. it's a bad secret. Maybe it's just something you've never told anybody, but you want to put it out there. Let us it know. could be something funny. Call us up. 800-292-5150. It's no judgment at all Sure. on our part. It's way up with Angela Yee. This is a judgment-free zone. Tell us a secret. What's up? It's Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee, and Mano is here. Good morning. This is perfect right now. Tell us a secret, because there's all kinds of secrets flying around. A lot of secrets in this room. Mano's upset because he asked me how I would describe him to somebody if somebody was going to deal with him. And I was like, go have fun, but don't take him seriously. And And now he's upset. Yeah, I am upset because I I wouldn't think that you would say that. Because look at me. I'm very, I can be taken seriously. Look at me. I can be taken seriously. Absolutely. You, you could tell when you just look at somebody and don't say anything and they keep talking. They know they're so, lying. <laughs> you they so know they're lying. All you right. Well, so anyway, 800-292-5150 is a number. If you want to tell us a secret, we got plenty of them. All right. And we're going to keep your secrets safe with us. 800-292-5150 is a number. Call us up. Tell us a secret. Anonymous caller. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. You want to tell us a secret? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I had this ex that cheated on me so much and I played the the biggest victim ever. And it's like, I was cheating on him the whole time. Oh, wow. Ooh, you was cheating on him. Did that person you were cheating with, did he know you had a man? Yes. Okay, so he was just quiet about it. Yeah. So was you, was you hot, was you angry at him for cheating on you? Yeah, I played a, a real big victim. I made a scene. I started crying. <laughs> but you was cheating the whole time, though. She just didn't get caught. Yeah. Oh, wow. But I didn't get caught, so right. it didn't count. <laughs> yeah, it didn't count. It never happened. Also, You know really? what, though? Uh-huh. And that's why I be telling these guys, man. So it y'all don't think happen you, if you don't. Yeah, you think you're getting away with something, and anything that you're doing, you better think that maybe he she's... He thought he had the one-up on me. Mm-hmm. So you, you probably was cheating first. 
Nah, he was definitely cheating first. And but after I found out he was cheating on me, I didn't feel bad for doing it to him. Was you cheating on? Was you cheating on him with somebody he knew? Nah. Okay, that's okay. good. Did you actually like this other guy? Were you cheating with one person or multiple people? Just one other person, and I, I did, I was liking the other guy. Okay. That's why when a when a girl is cheating on you and at first she'll be mad if she finds out that you're cheating on her, but then as soon as she's not mad no more and she just let it so slip slide. You, you really sneaky know. sneaky then. Yeah, I would say I was being really sneaky. <laughs> All right, well thank you for sharing anonymous caller and she's never gonna tell. And I'm never gonna tell. You're probably thank cheating you. now. What's up, anonymous caller? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. You want to tell me and Mayno a secret? No judgment? Mayno? Yes. So I left a very bad relationship. I mentally checked out months before. I finally left about a month and a half ago. Um, the guy that my ex thought that I was cheating on him with, which I was always faithful and we are now talking. And I tried it out not too long ago and I'm excited. Like it's something new and it's going really good. So the guy that he thought you was cheating on, on him with, but you wasn't cheating. It's not my new man. Oh, so he kind of willed it into existence for you. Damn. Exactly. <laughs> like, thank you very much. And the right. thing, what one man won't, another man will. So was that somebody he knew? No, it was somebody I used to go to school with. But y'all liked each other, though? Yes. And he was jealous of that? Yeah, exactly. All right. I mean, you didn't do anything wrong. No, not at all. I was in a horrible relationship, so. Yeah. I'm glad you added that and in a great one now. Yeah, you go. Yes, I'm glad you you what it is? She was in a <laughs> horrible <laughs> way. Was it with Mano? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for You'll calling. Have a good one. Hey, anonymous caller, how are you? Oh, okay, good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Uh, you want to tell us a secret? No judgment. Yes. So my secret is, I went to college, but I didn't finish. I told everyone that I did finish. <laughs> And Ooh. I just did. Well, I graduated. I told everybody that I graduated. <laughs> After that, I put it on my resume and I got a job in the field that I didn't finish college in. Um, I just said that I got the degree and now I'm one of the highest paid people at my job. Okay. You know what? I always wonder, do they check? Like when you say you went to a college, right, and graduated, I feel like they don't really check. Can you just lie? I don't know how they can yeah, confirm it. Just lie on your resume. On and I took my shot. Yeah, you did. The, you did the right thing. <laughs> Take your shot. Yeah. All right. I took my shot and I got it. So. I'm not mad. At, listen, I'm, a, I'm not gonna. I'm not mad at it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right, well, that was Tell Us a Secret. And in case you couldn't get through, the number is 800-292-5150. You could always leave a message for us, and we'll play it at the end of the show. And when we come back, we have Yeetie. Let's talk about Tink and Hitmaker. And somehow Mano got involved. <laughs> but we'll discuss. It's way up with Angela Yee. Yo, she about to blow the lid up off this pot. Let's get it. Oh, yeah. Angela's spilling that Yeetie. Come and get the tea. It's way up at Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee. And Mano is here. Yes, I am. In the flesh. Mano. And let's get into some Yee tea. Don't date man, all right? Oh, don't I get sad. I can't get over this. All right, well, listen. This, this could end up like this. Um, Hitmaker and Tink. Apparently, mm -hmm. the two of them were dating. And I did know this, too, by the way. I was in Chicago, and she had an album uh, listening dinner. Mm -hmm. And they actually gave her her plaque, right, from the label. And it was her and Young Berg at the dinner. They were clearly together. Um, she, she also came and did lip service with Hitmaker, and here's what they said about dating on there. So we saw that you guys confirmed that you're in a relationship. Is that true or false? No, I don't think we confirmed that ever. Me and Tink, like, 
we like this. We best friends. We do everything together. We talk about everything together, talk on the phone for hours. And we got a real personal relationship that's bigger than a business as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that our personal relationship feeds into the business. So, you know what I'm saying? But I don't, I just think that you just I'd be super in. close and locked in for real. All right. This is from over a year ago in August of last year where they came on lip service together. And it was a cute interview. Mm-hmm. All right, but things did not end well. Apparently, the two of them have broken up. Now, they both happen to be in Cancun at the same time. She said she was out there and she was at a restaurant. And I guess she hadn't spoken to him in months. So they just happen to be in the same... In the same country. <laughs> in the same right. restaurant. Right, at in the, the same, same time. restaurant. And apparently she was there. She had been on vacation. He also, by the way, is executive producer for her music. And right. so that makes it a little bit difficult because we still have to maintain this working relationship and, and work together. So here's what she had to say about getting into an altercation with Hitmaker after they ran into each other at this restaurant in Cancun. Hitmaker, you foul. And if you think to put the video out of me in the car... You know, just understand, I'm going to have to let the clip go. Ooh. And everybody's going to get exposed. Because I know how you've been playing. And I've been holding shit on riding for you. And if I got to get physical, that's what I got to do. And I had a moment in that car where I had to get physical. Because I have, I have to defend myself. And Christian, when you see this shit, just understand you're foul. This ain't nothing new. I just have to express it because it may drop, it may leave. All right. So apparently afterwards, she went to go speak to him to say how he ignored her. And Mm. then outside the restaurant, she approached him in the car and he proceeded to continue to ignore her. And here's what he had to say about everything, because I guess he was filming her while she was um, beating, putting hands on him. We have not seen this footage. He has not put it out as yet. And she has said that, yes, she did do that. And that is out of character for her. And she knows that that wasn't right. But it's what happened. Here's what it's beating him. Here's what he said. Okay. We love each other. We're going through a breakup. I'm in Cancun. We happen to be in the same place. As I'm walking out of the place, I'm getting in my car, and they're like, Young Bird, Young Bird. Now, mind you, she playing on me because I'm with a bunch of girls. I went and proceeded to get in my car. She opened the car and put her hands on me. I don't like how y'all trying to, like, change the narrative. Like, she went and said some and said it was a physical altercation because she know I got the footage of her putting her hands on me. All right. Now, she has since responded to that and talked a lot about things that were going on behind the scenes. And by the way, when this was posted on the blogs, I saw he left a comment. He added Mickey Halstead, that's her manager, and said, y'all will pay soon by October. This is what Hitmaker said in the comments. And here's what she said. We've been dating for a long time. I've been silent about a lot of the things that I go through behind the scenes. And this situation is a buildup of things. It's number one, him asking me for money, $2 million. Number two, him being upset that I want to create from my own source. And like I say last night, I know that I made a mistake putting my hands on somebody. I said that I know that he's dating other women. I have no problem with that because you're not dating me right now. The least I wanted was respect to the, to the women the same that y'all going to war over. He eats my from the ruler to the tool Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, she also posted this generation so damn pitiful. You need guidance. Let's post investments, properties, LLCs, titles, GPAs, credit scores, certificates, and degrees. Don't let a coach flight gas you talking crazy from a local bar mm. and grill. Mm. Okay. So she must be. And this is very out of character for Tank, right. I have to say. Like, I'm, I mean, you know, when a woman is hurt, 
Thanks right. change. And it's terrible because it's not just a breakup like from dating. It's also a relationship. Right. It's a working from relationship. Working. Yeah. Right. A working relationship breakup too. And those things when you intertwine business yes, and personal. It always goes bad. It has the potential to go yeah, I, worse than I know, anything. I know very much about that. <sighs> no, may no. All right, Gunna was at the Barclays Center over the weekend. It's his first show since he was released from jail. And people were concerned. First, he put out the album, right? Test the mm-hmm. Waters. Got a great response putting out new music. He did. And then he went ahead and did his show, a headlining show at the Barclays Center. And the stadium was packed said it was sold out okay let me tell you it was crowded and he did f you mean they went crazy over that i saw he also had a tribute to young thug he pushed free jeffrey up on the screen performed people were going crazy for that so you know it looks like gonna can go ahead and now plan a tour because people do want to see him mm. he's in shape we see that too he's right. been working out right we saw that and he's still supporting Young Thug. So he does consider himself aligned with Young Thug. Not sure what Young Thug's response would be to any of this. But I think when he eats, Young Thug I eats think, too, right? I think I, think I want to hear what Thug has to say about it. Well, you know him. Yeah, definitely. But so, I wanna, I wanna, I'm you know, anxious to see what, uh, what he has to say. All right. Well, he does have another show. Gunna has another show scheduled in L.A. for later this month. So it looks like he's trying to see... Is this viable? And it's looking viable. All right. Well, that is your Yeetie. And when we come back, we have Under the Radar. These are the stories that are not necessarily in the headlines. They are flying under the radar. It's Way Up with Angela Yee. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. Oh, yeah. 
And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. News. I got news. This is the news that relates to you. These stories are flying under the radar. Yes, it's Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee. And Mayno is here. New Mayno. New Mayno. Yes. And let's get into some under the radar stories. Mm -hmm. Now, Black Twitter is upset about this viral video. It's an Asian fraternity called Tau Kappa Omega. And they're strolling. They're strolling to Kiss Me More by Doja Cat and SZA. They're saying this is cultural appropriation. Now, this had me do and you know what strolling is the dance mm-hmm. is a, a like they're stepping yeah stepping and so anyway I did a deep dive about strolling a walk through the culture and divine nine Greek life it's a cultural tradition for black sororities and fraternities that's practiced at universities all across the United States it was first introduced to Greek life in the early 1900s by sorority Alpha Kappa Alpha and the national uh, the MPHC um, and so that form of dance is heavily influenced by South African culture, and it was originally used to show pride and unity in a time of racism and segregation. And so um, they're upset because they feel like this is something that black people do when it's cultural appropriation and people right. are taking this now. So Very I did serious. see what this um, Tau Kappa Omega members are, are doing this stroll. It's nowhere near like when you see... You know, <laughs> it's not like Astros. Yeah, not at all. And, stepping, and there are step. two black men and some other uh, men of color also among the, the members of right. Tau Kappa Omega. And so people have mixed feelings about this. They feel like they shouldn't be doing it. You think so? No, that's how they feel. Right. Some people feel like they should not be doing it. And it's a uh, uh, one person said, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of our culture being used for likes and social media engagements when none of these cultures like us at all. It's sickening. One person said. You know what, though? I think um, with fraternities and sororities, I never um, pledged. And actually, in my college, it wasn't like a really big deal. There was a a couple of AKAs and Deltas and Qs. You never wanted to be part of that? I think in my school, it wasn't something that was... It wasn't a big deal. It's a PWI, so, you know. But I can understand the importance of it because I've seen how it's benefited people as having like a brotherhood or a sisterhood, no matter where you go. Having people that have your back when it comes to finding a job, when it comes to family, moving around from city to city, always knowing you can call up your your sisters or your brothers Mm -hmm. and and know people, right? And so I get that. Um, So it's it's an interesting conversation. To, to say the least, you know. Right. I mean, if you outside of it, like me, I, it doesn't affect me, right? I wouldn't really have an opinion about it, but I understand if that's your lifestyle, if that's your culture, you may be a little bit offended by that. Right. Remember how mad they were about on Insecure when they had on the letter sweater and it was mm-hmm. a big deal because it's like, mm-hmm. you're not part of that sorority. Right. You can't just right. wear anything, that. Anything that you are part of that you feel... Uh, you have a love and affinity for you're gonna feel I can't really right. judge it's hard, it's hard for us because that's not our culture but I will say that um, you know I don't know enough about this Tau Kappa Omega but if they are 
in the spirit of unity doing things mm-hmm. also in support of um black people and right. things that are happening then you know i don't know i don't listen i'm just telling you what people are saying because no, i'm not part it. of that so, so i can't you, you i can't did, judge it you never did no step in no i never have i wouldn't disrespect it like that <laughs> but you know it's because i'm not part of a sorority right all right smucker is buying twinkies uh maker hostess for 5.6 billion dollars they just announced this today they announced the transaction so smuckers you know that makes the jellies mm-hmm. they are now going to be buying hostess that makes twinkies hostess makes a lot of they make ding-dongs they make um all of those different things. $5.6 billion. Mm. I did a little deep dive into this too. Hostess was founded in 1919 and started making Twinkies in 1930, by the way. So there you have it. If you still eat Twinkies, maybe this is a big, or Ding Dongs. <laughs> those names. I don't know. Those names are names a little foul. Yeah. That I'm thinking about it after all this time. Would you like a Twinkie or a Ding Dong? <laughs> like I pass. <laughs> All right, well, that is your Under the Radar. Now, you know it's a Monday, so let's get your week started off right. We got the Way Up Mix at the top of the hour so you can party with us. Also, Hurricane Chris is going to be joining us. Hey, baby, you know Hurricane Chris? Yeah. I feel like Mano knows everyone. I I, I think I met him years ago. Well, he actually was on trial. He went through a lot for three years, and this was for second-degree murder charges. Mm. And we'll tell you, he's come through on the other side, so he'll be able to tell you from his own point of view what's going on. And he's also talking about suing the police department okay so we'll discuss what happened and how everything played out and he'll he'll discuss where he is now when it comes to business it's way up with angela yee just like to talk like they angela yee like they angela yee man she's spilling it all this is yee t way up all right it's way up with angela yee i'm angela yee and mayno is here you mayno yes now, earlier yeah. we were talking about Tink and Hitmaker and the two of them going through a breakup very okay. publicly. Right. They were both in Cancun at the same restaurant. He was with some women mm-hmm. and Tink was there. She had been on vacation and they happened to be at the same restaurant. Just happened to be. Same time. Yes. And he wouldn't even speak to her. And the other issue is they work together. He executive produces her projects. Mm-hmm. And so now he's saying he wants $2 million. And I saw he was in the comments saying, oh, t- he added Mickey Hostead, that's Tink's manager, saying that they're going to have to pay, mm. so on and so forth. Uh, another thing that I noticed, at one point during their back and forth, Tink changed her profile picture to a picture of you, Mayno. <laughs> no, Did you see that? Yeah, I actually saw it. All right, now, what was that about? Uh, I mean, you know, we had, we, me and him had some history. Mm-hmm. I know um, you. He was on. You were many, on one of his remixes many, for. Yeah, many years ago, we had some history, and um, I guess based off the history that we had, that uh, she 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 felt petty. There was a time when you actually slapped him, oh, and you God, guys have both man. addressed it. You know, here's the thing, though, Ange, and move past it. Yeah, I try to like downplay it just now. You just so graphic. Because if you Google it, you'll see what happened. Yeah, and nobody was and Hitmaker has addressed this. So have you? Yeah, he said he was doing too much. Things happen, yeah. And and y'all spoke the following day and squashed it. And and we seen each other recently, and you know, I guess she was feeling, you know, she was feeling a little petty. Why did she put your picture? It was funny though. though. It was funny because I I know people probably may not know, and so they saw that and they were like, "Why does she have a picture (laughs) of Mayno?" So we just want to clear that up. It wasn't nothing else going on, just to antagonize him, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on from that (laughs) because I saw that happen, and since you're here, I might as well ask you. All right. Mm-mm. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis have apologized. Now, they actually had written a letter 
in support of their former co-star Danny Masterson. Danny Masterson was on that 70s show with them. He was sentenced last week Thursday to 30 years to life in prison for two counts of rape. And they had written letters to the judge as testaments to his character before issuing this video apology after those letters were made public. We support victims. We have done this historically through our work and will continue to do so in the future. A couple months ago, Danny's family reached out to us and they asked us to write character letters to represent the person that we knew for 25 years. They were intended for the judge to read and not to undermine the testimony of the victims or re-traumatize them in any way. And we're sorry if that has taken place. One of the victims identified as Jane Doe number one actually said this video was incredibly insulting and hurtful. My hope is that they learn a radical accountability and the importance of self-education to learn when to keep their privilege in check, especially Ashton, who claims to work with victims of sex crimes. And as Tamila, I can only think of times up. And so people had issues right. with them writing those letters to the judge. Because he raped some people. He was yeah, he has convicted been convicted of, of two counts of rape yeah, and sentenced a, to 30 years to life. That's a very slippery slope there. And now Christina Ricci also posted about this as well. Uh, she said, so sometimes people we have loved and admired do horrible things. They may not do these things to us and we only know who they were to us. Right. But that doesn't mean they didn't do the horrible things and to discredit the abuse is a horrible crime. So she said, I've known lots of awesome guys who are lovely to me who have proven to be abusers privately. I've also had personal experience with this. Believe victims. It's not easy to come forward. It's not easy to get a conviction. All right. Now, along with all of this, because like we said, they were on that 70s show together. I saw that people were also wondering what is going to happen with uh, the reruns of that 70s show. If you guys recall with Bill Cosby, when he was sentenced of a crime, uh, they They pulled them. Yeah. So does that mean now that they are going to pull the reruns of that 70s show because of Danny Masterson and the crime Mm. that he committed? Interesting. Mm-hmm. So we'll be watching to see what's going to happen. Is this yeah, going to be? You did it to Bill, right? Is this the same thing? Right. You did it to Bill. <laughs> All right, Mayno. Yeah. And we'll over see. the weekend, another thing that happened: Hip Hop Fifty, yet another celebration at Kamala Harris's uh, house. In D.C. So it was all in collaboration with the Recording Academy's Black Music Coalition and Live Nation Urban. And so Kamala was there. I saw a lot of people were posting video of them uh, partying at her house so over the did, weekend. Did they I give saw the vice Wayne president a, a mansion too? Her house well, is not hers. It's not the White House. Right, it's not the White House. Not, but it's pretty nice. But it's, this oh, is given to Oh, does she mean, do they, yeah, does right. she live there like that's part of her job right. and part of it is, yeah. Okay. You get to, to stay in All D.C. Right. <laughs> All right, well, that is your Yeetie, and you know it's a Monday, and I do want to talk about, it's 9-11 also, Mano. Yes, it is. And so let's do some Monday Manovation. Manovation. Be a Manovation. When we come back, it's Way Up with Manovation. Angela Yee. A Monday Manovation. In any situation. Yeah, she back at it. Bring it, bring in the man. Way up with Angela Yee is on. Yes, it's way up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee, and it's a Monday, so you New know. Mano. New Mano is here with yeah. his Mano Mano-vation. Mano-vation. Have a station in any situation. <laughs> you know what? Make sure you keep your dreams, your plans, and your goals out of the ears of unworthy per- uh, unworthy people. Okay. Because. Uh, some sometimes you share too much with some with people and um they use those things to benefit themselves 
in other conversations and winds up backfiring you. So be careful. Ooh, be we were very, just talking about that. Very, very cautious on who you share your plans, your dreams, your goals with, because that can be used against you later on. You know, um, be you know, just be cautious with that. You know, because matter of fact, you're not supposed to give you know all your plans away anyway. Right. Right. So you wanna you wanna be uh you don't wanna be anticipated. You know what? There, you're right about that though, because there's times that you think people are in your corner, and then right. you find out they're really not. Right. And they can twist things around. Right. Right. And they're or, using those yeah. conversations in mm. other in other circles. Yeah, I think that's a um, that's a great Monday main ovation. Yeah. And and, and as far as it's, and it's, you know, it's nine eleven. Mm -hmm. So never forget, never forget what we've been through as a city. Um, you know, and we're still here. Still standing tall. All right. And I do want to say this because, Mano, you also have uh, this from my city. Yeah. You have a, a it's like a spoken word. It's like a, like, exactly. Spoken word. Like a poem. A poem. Yeah. And this is about our city. Right. About 9-11. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's also a fundraiser and all the funds are going to the 9-11 tribute. That's right. So tell us Absolutely. about that so we know. Yeah, just, we, just to, we, we just wanted to do something. Um, for the city because I have a song dropping this week called For My City and I, and I just thought it would be uh, dope to kind of take that and, and flip it and do a you know like a letter in, in spoken words style and um, you know and raise some funds for the 9-11 tribute or museum so I just thought it would be dope to do that you know and give back you know I know it's a lot of people still affected by that a lot of people this is a tough day for a lot of people yeah 22 years yeah it's been 22 years but you know a lot of people lost um parents kids brothers sisters siblings so you know um nearly 3,000 yeah, lives were lost yeah, yeah it's rough all right well along with that with 9-11 um there's going to be an annual ceremony taking place today mm -hmm. at the 9-11 memorial plaza right that is all throughout the day today it ends um you know in the afternoon and that event, traditionally, they have an in-person reading of the names by victims, family members, as well as six moments of silence. That's when you recognize when both World Trade Center towers were struck and fell, mm. when the Pentagon was attacked, and when Flight 93 crashed. So anybody that wants to get more information on things today, remembrance services, ways that you can still participate and help, like with what you're doing, right? you know, to make sure that, that families still are affected to this day. All yeah. right, so just want to point that out, and again, uh, pay tribute to people right. who gave their lives, and even afterwards, there were a lot of after effects from people yeah, who people sick firefighters, right. a lot of people that were, um, you know, helping during that time that then found out that there were going to be yeah. some after effects, right? They had some issues from what they did. Now, Joe Biden also uh, was giving remarks to uh, today as a day of reflection for all of us. And so, again, we want to make sure that people always remember what happened, um, what they call a ground zero in Manhattan. And right. Joe Biden is joining service members and their families. There's a ceremony at a military base in Anchorage. He's going to be doing all of that, too. All right. And that is uh, your Monday main ovation. Main ovation. Monday main ovation. And today, as part of that, too, Hurricane Chris is going to be joining us today. Now, in case you don't know... Um, he went through a lot in these past uh, few years. Actually, just earlier this year, he mm -hmm. was cleared of second degree murder charges. Right. And so some people may not understand what happened with him, but he's also bringing a lawsuit against the city of Shreveport 
which is uh, the police department there. He'll mm-hmm. tell you all of the details of how he managed to, um, you know, he got charged with something that he did not do. It was self-defense. Mm. Wow. Unfortunately, someone did lose their life and he's going to tell that story. And I know it's been difficult for him career wise. Imagine you're being accused of second degree murder. A lot of times people are guilty in this country until they're found innocent by public opinion. Absolutely. So now he's planning to sue after this whole murder investigation. And a lot of things were taken from him during that time. Financially, that wasn't an easy time. Emotionally, it wasn't Mm -hmm. an easy time. So he'll be up here to discuss all of that, okay, on a Monday alongside that main ovation. That's right. All right, it's Way Up with Angela Yee. Hurricane Chris is coming up. Now I'm back, 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 now I'm back, get it. You vibing Way Up with Angela Yee. Yes, it is Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee, and Mayno is here. New Mayno! He be right on time, man. <laughs> Thank you. learned his lesson. Yes, we good. Because you point at um, you point at Navy, and Navy. you got to hit that drop. New Mayno! Every time. On a Monday. Now, listen, I just want to remind you all that Powerhouse tickets are on sale now at Power1051FM.com. You can see little Uzi Vert. He's been working out. I saw he posted a video of getting in shape. That's good. All right, a boogie. Little Dirk, Ice Spice. I saw Ice Spice popped out at Scissor Show in Brooklyn. Nice. Over the weekend, too. And speaking of Brooklyn, Lola Brooke That's right. is going to be there. Lola. DJ Spin King and Friends. That is Saturday night, October 28th at the Prudential Center. Good times. I like to go. Um, Powerhouse is actually a great time. The other thing I like about Powerhouse is... I don't even go backstage. I really just kind of like hang out and watch the concert. Where you watch it at? In the suite? Yeah, I'll go to a yeah, suite. Sweet, sweet you gotta business. walk around. Sweet business. You know, get to see everybody. It's fun. It's a good time. And then it's a nice view of everything that's happening. Right. And I also like to just walk around because that's part of why we're there, right? To like, see everybody. Like roam the hall. I was there last year and Thames actually got her plaque at that time. And she's a very like stoic person. So she was... It was nice to see her kind of be like, oh, my God, Dope. you know, to be able to get that plaque. So I was happy to be there to be part of that history for her. Now, Hurricane Chris is going to be joining us when we come back. And he's got a, a crazy story to tell right now. He's in the process of suing the city of Shreveport after he was accused and charged with second degree murder. But he did beat those charges. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, somebody did lose their life, but he's going to detail everything that happened that night. And then the whole process of what he had to go through afterward. He was even accused of stealing a car. And he's going to talk about that, too. Same case? That same, the car that he was in. All right, and he'll talk about all of that. It's Way Up with Angela Yee. Hey! she back at it. Bring it, bring in the back. Way Up with Angela Yee is on. What's up? It's Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee, and Hurricane Chris is here today. I'm Hurricane Yee. It's Hurricane Yeezen. <laughs> Hurricane Yeezen. I like that. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about it because I haven't seen you in a long time. Long, long, long yeah. time. It's been a long time. But you've had a lot of things that you were going through. So let's start off with today. How are you feeling? I'm great. I'm blessed. I'm here another day. Um, I feel good. I ain't got no health problems. Mm-hmm. Everybody happy. I ain't getting no bad phone calls. Um, so we're going we're gonna to roll with how the punch is coming right now. There was a situation where you were on trial for a second-degree murder. Yep. I just want you to talk about what happened because I've read the reports. I've seen everything is behind you and past you now. But just so people who may not have seen all of that, for them to know what happened. A little over three years ago, I was in my hometown. And unfortunately, I was I was met by somebody who led me to be in fear for my life. And 
It ended with me having to defend myself with force. I was charged with second degree murder for defending myself and acting within my legal rights and charged and prosecuted to the fullest extent and was forced to hire lawyers, bond out on a half a million dollar bond and go through the entire situation and fight at trial. Right. And that is, you know, an unfortunate situation. And I know you've continuously offered your condolences um, to what was his name? Dan Zaria Ferris. Yeah. 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 Con Junior. Condolences to the family. Right. And so let's go back to just so people know what happened. So you're in the gas station. Was it like a carjacking situation or what um, happened? It was it was a number of things. Mm -hmm. It was the contact initiated when I noticed somebody was forcing entry to my vehicle. And after the confrontation, there were verbal exchanges. After that, he began to make verbal threats and reach for a weapon. So that's when I had to take matters of protecting myself. And part of why I'm bringing this up is I know I've seen that you're thinking about a lawsuit against... Um, yeah, okay. definitely. Most definitely. Um, now, that lawsuit would be because you feel like they did not actually even try to find the witnesses who were there? Two witnesses were on the scene. They testified to everything I said once they got in court. They never questioned these people before they went in front of the grand jury and presented their case to indict me on this. They never told the grand jury that this guy had a weapon in his pocket, which was found and brought to court and showed to the courtroom. They never showed the grand jury that there were witnesses on the scene that could testify to everything that I had said. So they presented exactly what they wanted to present to get the indictment. Right now, we are talking to Hurricane Chris. And this was, was this in Shreveport? Shreveport, Louisiana. Okay, and that's where you're from, just to be clear. Yep. Okay, Did so the cops, did they know who you were? Because I yeah, would think... Yeah, yeah, When I was inside of the police car, you can hear cops outside the car saying, yo, this Hurricane Chris, this officer's outside who's fully aware and very excited to mm -hmm. have me inside of their vehicle. And prior to that, you didn't have issues with the law. It's not like you were constantly, you know, going to jail. No, I ain't never had a charge in my life. During that time, musically, how was that for you? Because I imagine that while people are, there's a narrative out there, you know, that you have this pending murder charge. Some people may not do the research to see the full story or may not even know the in its entirety what happened. What does that do for you and your career during that time? Because how long was it from when this happened and then when you finally went to trial? Three years. Three. So that's three years that you're battling this. Yeah. Um, basically, when this type of attention hit my name, it made the crowd that was spending money with me shy away. I've been doing shows for colleges for the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. Still to this day, like, it's one of my main ways of eating. It made my bankroll decrease in a major way because right. my booking stopped coming because I normally wasn't getting booked in areas that wanted to promote this type of activity. Mm -hmm. My bag was coming from different lanes. You understand what I'm saying? I might be doing a show with 2,500 white college kids. You understand what I'm saying? Right. They mama ain't letting them come to my show if they know I'm on trial for murder. You crazy? Like, yeah. so this really hurt my pocket. Um, and it costs a lot of money to fight something like this. Too. Yeah, yeah, it costs. It's, it's continuous money. The money like how much stop. you think you spent all together on lawyers and having to deal with this? I ain't estimated exactly what I spent on lawyers, but I know I lost it all in total, $1.2 million. Sheesh. It's from beginning to end with dealing with this case. Right now, we are talking to Hurricane Chris. And on top of all of that, a situation like that, even though it was self-defense, I know that's not a mentally an easy thing to know that somebody else's life, you know, even though it, it could have been you or him, 
you know, that's not an easy thing to deal with either. It's never easy. You know, life is important and I want everything around me to live from mm -hmm. the flowers to the dogs to the cats. Right. Um, and um, you knew some of his family members too. I know you. Best friends, best friends. Um, spent the night at each other's house. They mama cooked for me. My grandma cooked for them. Some of his family members was in court saying this is terrible on both ends for me. Right now, I want to ask you too because you've worked with a lot of people. When all this was going on, were you still able to contact people? Were people still willing to work with you? Or because I was just looking at like McConaughey nah, recently bro. put up a post and he was showing how he was DMing people. People wasn't responding to him. It's crazy because I talked to Two Chains on the phone and I get the impression that he felt like I may have actually been in the wrong or, you know, doing something I shouldn't have. Like I kind of got that impression because he was kind of like giving me a little speech. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh. I mean, I acted like I was supposed to act in the situation that I was in, you mm -hmm. know. And I feel like even he felt like the media may have been right about whatever they were saying about me. Right. It just wasn't it wasn't the response I was expecting. But then when I see people like um, Killer Mike, he instantly embraced me. Like, I knew you was going to get through this, man. This wasn't nothing but a test from, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the energy that, you know, that keep you moving forward. You know, sometimes people don't know the details until the actual trial, though, because I don't know how much you're supposed to talk about before exactly. that so, happens. So not knowing the details of them not contacting these witnesses who actually um, validated everything that you were saying and not having full information. Sometimes beforehand, people just read the reports and are like, oh, you know, that's foul. Yeah. And that's another reason why mm -hmm. that being attached to my name did so much damage. What about Boosie? You guys have worked together, too. Did he reach out at all during this time or? Um, no, nah, he didn't reach out. I ain't, I ain't really talked to nobody when this was going on. No rappers. I ain't had no communication with them. Was that you doing that purposely for yourself because you were going through a lot? Or was I it mean, I got I got Instagram and I was checking my um, DMs. I received messages from people, mm -hmm. some some people that I didn't even have relationships with. But pretty much I ain't really received no, um, ain't nobody reach out. I don't think nobody reach out. All right, Hurricane Chris is here. He's got more music on the way after going through a lot in these past few years. We have more with him when we come back. It's Way Up with Angela Yee. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. 
I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Up with Angela Yee. What's up? It's Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee, and Hurricane Chris is here with me. So for you now, moving forward with your career, what's going on with the music? I saw you're going to do a new hurricane season. Hurricane season. You know, <laughs> they say this was one of the hardest mixtapes of the time when I dropped it. Right. So I'm, I'm coming with Hurricane Season 2. And that's this month. This is going to be coming out. Yeah, I'm that's dropping what I it saw. this month. Okay. I remember when my first started this show, Way Up With Angela Yee, the phone number to call up here is 800-292-5150. And I was like, yeah. we had a bunch of different potential phone numbers. And I said, let's keep that 5150. Yeah. And yep. um, that's a good you know, number. some of the executives didn't know what 5150 means because you had the 5150 ratchet. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying, Hurricane Chris, you know. His, Straight up. I appreciate yeah. that. Appreciate so that. Appreciate that. For everybody, what is 5150? I mean, 101% real. Um, doing more than what you have to do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying going an extra mile and that's the type of person I am right and listen now I gotta ask you this also so the car that she was driving I saw the um, in the trial the woman said that it was like an ex and she said that that was her car yeah. that you were driving at the time so I guess y'all had a little fling and then you never gave the car back what happened with that? It was a car that I went to the dealership and got for me. Mm-hmm. We put it in her name she, uh. because she got a better interest rate than they approved me for. So she was with me, so we put it in her name. It was mine. I dropped the bread. I drove it. She never held the key, never drove it, never had possession of it. Um, okay, see, I did not know that. Yeah, and so when I told her I didn't want to you know, deal with her no more, I'm like, I'm about to go. I'm hopping on the flight. I'm out. So mm-hmm. I, I land and I get a text like, I'm about to report your car. Over the report is stole. Oh damn! Well, <laughs> I'm glad you were able to clear that up. Yeah, you can't trust me. I saw that. People. I was like, well, damn, he done took this woman's car because they broke up and she can't get her car back. Nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> see, there's so many things that go on that when you read like the report and you see what happened at the trial, until you talk to the person firsthand. Yeah, that's why I was acquitted of everything. I wasn't charged with nothing at the end of the thing. I was acquitted of everything. Right now, we are talking to Hurricane Chris. Now, legally, do you have lawyers already set to go for this potential lawsuit against the city? Ready, set, go. Okay, and they feel like you have a strong case. Very strong case. I just wanted to let you know that I talked to my lawyer yesterday, Mm -hmm. 
and I'm probably about to be going in with them on opening a new firm. Wait a minute. Hold on. You're going to open up a new law firm? I'm about to be partner <laughs> in a law firm, possibly. This is the conversation we have, and we're talking about <laughs> opening a branch in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. So this could be something that I'm getting into in the future as well, trying to help people who went through what I went through. Right. That's another reason why I got a lot of love for Kim Kardashian and what she's doing. Okay. She helping free people who deserve to be free. Like, and like Reform Alliance and all those organizations. You feel me? Like, I got to get involved after going through what I just went through. Because you never imagined something like this could happen until it happens to you or someone that you love Man, and care about. Because I, most people are like, they did it. I don't care. But then they see it happen. That's even how Reform Alliance started. Yo, when I was on, before I started trial, when the DA was picking her jury, they questioned the jury and they asked one dude. Do you think you would be able to make the right decision as far as blase this, blase that? And he hopped up and said, well, if they arrested him and they say he did it, and evidently he did it. Oh, my God. And they, they kicked him off the jury just for that. But they show you what type of people they can possibly put your life in their hands. Well, I'm glad that, you know, finally all the witnesses came forward. and you, that you. But like you said, this is something that left a stain and three years is a long time especially in the midst of doing everything that you were doing and having all these potential opportunities and it really and i got a, a son right yeah i got a 10 year old so every day i'm hugging him it's like man he's these folks talking talking about second degree murder this mandatory life in louisiana not 25 Ooh, years mandatory life not parole after a certain amount of time did they offer you a plea deal before that or i think it was like 40 years Ooh. for manslaughter but my lawyers didn't even come to me with it. They yeah, told they were me like, this. We are not doing that. They told me this after I beat the case. They said, "We just want to let you know that they tried to offer you forty years, but I know you would have fired us if we would have came to you." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, boy, you'd have been fired as soon as you said that." Yeah, I mean, I guess they still got to let you know. That <laughs> Don't he knew not, me? Yeah, he knew he me. He wasn't gonna do that. <laughs> he knew me. He never even came to me with it. Well, Man. listen, we've always had a, um, you know, even from back then, I've always felt your spirit. So I'm just happy for you that all of this is behind you and that you're going forward. Thank you, thank you, thank you. know, you, and doing you, what you, you need to do. So everybody, y'all make sure you reach out to Hurricane Chris because... Yeah, show me some love, baby. Yeah, show him some show love. Me some I love, wanted to baby. make sure you came up here to explain your side of the story for people who may not have heard it. I appreciate you very, very much mm -hmm. from the bottom of my heart. Well, thank you so much to Hurricane Chris for joining us. And when we come back, we have Ask Ye. 800-292-5150. Any question you have, we are here to help. It's way up. This relationship or career advice. Angela's dropping facts. So you should, so you should know. This is Ask Yee. What's up? It's Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee, and I'm here with my award-winning advice giver, Numeno. Yeah. And it is time for y'all to let us know what you need some help with. 800-292-5150. Now, we have somebody on the line, Mano, who wants to remain anonymous. Mm -hmm. So don't be asking too many questions, okay? That's All right. Talking about. Hello, anonymous caller. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How y'all doing? I'm good. You do not sound good. Are you okay? I don't know. I'm good. I was told I have a deep voice, so... Okay. You know. All right. So, tell us what's the problem. <laughs> um. Well, I have um a relationship. I've been there for over 20 years. Mm -hmm. Never know infidelities, but um just in the last year, I have put um, a reporter in my car, and I have listened, and I heard that, you know, something was going on that should have been going on. Okay. So, so been you've been in your relationship for 20 years. Right. Okay, and so you, you ended up, you said, putting a recorder on his phone? No, in the vehicle. Oh, in the vehicle, okay. All right, so why, what made you decide to do that? I'm uncomfortable, feeling ignored, but... Okay, I so what did, what did you hear on this recorder? I hear him say some things that sound sexual, and I hear a uh, female panting and stuff like that, but no <laughs> conversation. 
And did you confront him about any of this, or you can't say anything because you're recording? No, no, no. I said something. And what did I he say? And it just kind of was like, "You're crazy." <laughs> but you know what? You know what it is. Yeah, I can tell. So what's the question? Because you said he he has lost interest. Yeah, I just I just don't know what to do at this point. Like I just been letting it go for a while. Like I just don't bother him about it. I just don't want to cause friction in my home and stuff. So I just kind of just ignore it like it didn't happen. So Y'all do live it's together, like right? Mm-hmm. Is this what yeah. you envision a successful relationship that that you want to be at in? All. I'm just feeling some kind of way because I'm like. How long can you sit there and just keep on when you know I know? Now, the question you should be asking yourself is not how long can he do this? How long can you do this? You know, yeah. because he'll yeah. do it as long as you let him. I, be- I-, I believe that. That's what, my- that's what my girlfriend says the same thing. My, my homegirl says the same thing. Have you ever brought other women to your, uh, your relationship? Hell no. No? Hell no. She, does not, she does not want to do so that. You're, you're, you're totally against I don't, that. No, I don't play that one. Okay, he did what he did. He deceived you, and you know what it is. Now it's up to you. What do you want to do? Do you want to stay, or do you want to go? That's your decision to make. It's not his. And that's the messed up thing. I don't want to go, but I don't want to stay in this place, neither, where we're just at this disagreement spot where, like, you didn't, but I know you did, but you're not facing that you did. Like, you don't want to come into my face that you did. Or you could leave and then get your new man and probably more than likely deal with some of the same stuff or oh, maybe even it. worse. <laughs> no. How about oh, that? God, I hope not, please. I don't even know if I want to do another relationship after mm-hmm. that. I don't think that's true. Sometimes you never know what's waiting for you because right now you're blocking your blessings by being in an unhappy relationship. And for some reason, you're not understanding that you are worthy of finding somebody that can treat you the way that you deserve to be treated. Why is he going to stop doing these things if you're staying? If you're going to stay right. and be unhappy, what's the point of that? Right. I feel I would I feel honestly, I think people sometimes are also scared to be alone. I'd rather be alone and be happier That's that way right. than with somebody and unhappy. That's right. Work on yourself. Yeah, yeah I hear you. There's nothing wrong with being alone, by the way. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. Exactly. That's what I feel because I feel like it's hurting more not knowing exactly what's what. You know, just hearing this, this glimpse that I got and now I'm just walking around with this bad picture. Yeah. So wearing on me. I mean, I've been, I've just been doing me since then, trying to work on me and work on my mindset and keep myself straight in my mind. But remember, you dictate how people treat you. However, you let him treat you, he will. You dictate that. The power is in your hands. If you don't go for it, he can't do that to you. It's up to you. Gotcha. Gotcha. Absolutely. All right. I wish you so much luck. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you. All right. We sending you some love, girl. I appreciate y'all. Thank you. All right, well, that was Ask Ye, 800-292-5150, in case you couldn't get through. It really hurts my heart to see people going through things like this I mean, and feeling stuck. Oh, she could meet the side chick and no. figure it all out. He won't even admit you know? it. He won't even tell the truth. All right, well, as you know, we got last word. You guys always have the last word, 800-292-5150. When we come back, it's Way Up with Angela Ye. Pick up the phone. Tap in. Tap in and get your voice heard. What the word is. Here's the last word on Way Up with Angela Yee. What's up? It's Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee on a Monday. I feel good on this Monday. Yeah, we feel good. We energized, man. Mano's here. take on a week. I'm here. I love a Monday main ovation. That's right. Main ovation. I feel good. Yes, and you also have the tribute for 9-11. Right. That is on your page. It's on your YouTube. People can yes, donate, and that yes. money is going directly to the yes. 9-11 Memorial Fund. Absolutely. Where were you on 9-11? Um, when that, college. That was 20, okay. Yeah, I was That was school. 22 years ago. I was in school. Being a good kid. 
I was living in Jersey City at the time, and I could actually right. see the smoke from my apartment mm. in the air. Yeah, it was something to remember. Yeah, absolutely. And so we do want to make sure that we're always paying tribute to that yeah. and to everybody that helped out afterward. Right, 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 right. I've never seen things shut down like that ever. Of course not. Yeah, I mean, almost 3,000 people. COVID was something totally different, but this was... We didn't know what was going yeah. on. And there's so many conspiracy theories out there and everything. It was when the second plane hit. Though. Yes. And it I was live television, watching the news when that second plane hit. You knew it wasn't an accident. Yeah, you knew it was real. Okay. Well, again, you know, we are offering our condolences to everyone who lost somebody during 9-11. That's right. And also shout out to Hurricane Chris, who joined us today. Uh, we talked about a lot with him. He's suing the, the city of Shreveport for this situation he had to go through he was uh he was accused of second degree murder he beat those charges but some people still look at him as like you know so with he, a, a taint on yeah, him and you want that money now so all right and shout out to you mayno shout out to me yeah shout out to really? you you know people change their avatar to you to get under <laughs> people's skin gotta love it and we're talking about Tink and, and Hit Maker. Yeah, but, you crazy. know, like we said, it was an active weekend. And we couldn't wait to get back to work to hang out with y'all today. And, of course, you guys always have the last word. 800-292-5150 is the number. Call us up. Last word. Um, my secret is I'm planning to propose to my girlfriend of four and a half years. She's an amazing woman. She puts a smile on my face every day. And despite the darkness that I go through on a regular basis, she always seems to shine a light on me, you know, and let me know that everything's all right. So I love this girl, and I'm trying to put a ring on it, you feel me? Like, I got everything set up. It's all custom. Been to take her on a little vacation, surprise her with that. But um, that was my secret. Thank you, and I hope y'all have a blessed day. Hi, um... I have been married for the past 12 years, and for the past two years, I've been dating a boyfriend. He is a thousand times better than my husband, only I don't love my boyfriend as I do love my husband. I think eventually I may divorce my husband for this person. Angela, I just want you to know that you should never feel bad about terminating anybody because you don't terminate them. They terminate themselves. Going way up, turn up, turn up. with Angela Yee. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-course, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's and what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics 
in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.